time we have a date, but I love him. Yes, I love him. So I'm gonna walk right to his gate, see if we can get it straight, cause I want him. listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Vignesh and today I'm here with Nadia Douglas. Well hello Ashley and how are you today? I am good and you? I'm fantastic actually and I'm having a fabulous day. Thanks for having me. No thank you for coming. This is going to be awesome. I'm really excited to hear everything that you have to tell me today. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Perfect. So uh, (laughs) let's uh, let's actually uh, I know you have a big story um, that I'm, I want to hear about. I'm, before we get started, I wanted we just heard your song, "Is You Is You Is" or "Is You Ain't My Baby." Can you tell me a little bit about that song? Well, actually, it's a Louis Jordan song. I like doing songs from way back. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told it's traditional jazz, so that kind of is more of a swing leading into the big band stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was I loved Louis Jordan's music, and so this song is from um, that old time. And uh, yeah, I just had to do it. Mm-hmm. And what is it? What is it about? Well, in essence, basically, uh, the character wants to know if they are or they're not my baby. If they're still on the number one list or if they're secondary, and that's basically the quick love story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, awesome, great. I just wanted to get that. Yeah, you bet. Done first because I, I really want to get into you. So tell me about yourself. Well, I don't have the traditional way to get to the music industry. Um, I'm actually, uh, um, (laughs) we'll just say over 40. So I've had lots of careers to date. And uh, I moved here from Vancouver um, in 2010. And um, with my journey up to moving to Winnipeg, um, I was a full-time actor 
um, slash. I also come from the medical world, so I was a paramedic for 13 years. At the same time, I worked in cardiac arrest and trauma research mm-hmm. at St. Paul Hospital uh, in Vancouver. And I also taught um, when I just when I could get a breath mm-hmm. <laughs> from doing that. So I've had many careers. And when I moved here um, from Vancouver, I wasn't sure what to do. So I took a course in broadcasting, actually, mm-hmm. and um, graduated with honors. And that was that was a great experience. However, what it did do was lead me to um, where I am now. And that is um, not what I do. It's who I am. And I've always wanted to sing. And I was very afraid to start because I couldn't suck <laughs> so it's terrifying mm-hmm. and quite frankly I find anything that you want to do that's worth doing is terrifying yeah. and in my case I just wanted to do this a breath more than I was terrified just that little bit more and sometimes you have to close your eyes and jump mm-hmm. so um I've actually only been singing for four and a half years was the first time I started. Um, I had done a couple of uh, productions in Vancouver with a theater company where I had, I was part of a chorus, but it really wasn't remarkable. And, um, you know, I did do karaoke Mm -hmm. (laughs) a couple of times in my life, but I was terrified and it it did suck, (laughs) I have to say. So uh, how I got to do this, going back to finishing with uh, the broadcasting, I wasn't sure how to get into singing. So what did I do? I phoned up Ron Paley, said, do you take auditions? He said, why not? So I came down and auditioned. He said, you're very good, but you need your sea legs, if you will, underneath you. You need a little bit of, you know, confidence. So he said, call Danny Kramer. He does what's called a live karaoke. And so he has some of the best musicians in North America uh, perform this version of karaoke called Rock the Mic, where you can choose from 900 songs mm-hmm. and you have a live band behind you. Oh, wow. So it's a different experience, and you are singing with a live band, and it's wonderful that they do everything in their power to showcase you. Mm-hmm. make you feel great there's no giggling there's no making you feel beneath anybody what their intention to do is to bring you up and lift you up mm-hmm. and so I phoned him we chatted for a while he said come on down so I came down he was at the time hosting uh, rock the mic at both casinos and uh, this particular time that I came down was at club regent and I walked in, met him, put my name on the list, kept taking my name off the <laughs> list, <laughs> put it back on the list. Yeah. And um, finally, when I, it was my turn to sing, I got up there and I actually picked a country tune because oh. I just knew it very well. Yeah. It was a country tune um, called When Will I Be Loved by Linda Ronstad. And quite frankly, Ashley, what was funny about it is there's a two strum at the beginning before I'm supposed to start singing. And so Derek uh, Godfrey, who happens to be the lead guitarist for Harlequin, was strumming. Yeah. And I was supposed to jump in and he kept doing those two notes and da ding, da ding. And then everybody's looking at me like, um, you know how you look at a kid that colors within the lines mm-hmm. and you say, yay. Like they were looking at me like, yay, yeah. let's sing. So finally, I started singing. Danny looked at me with his mouth wide open. And I thought, oh, geez, I just I'll just carry on doing this. And everybody looked at me and they're playing and they're playing. And Tim Sutton was on drums. He's a drummer from Streetheart. And it was just amazing. And Mm -hmm. so I finished the song. Everybody gave me a round of applause and and they gave me a standing ovation. And Maureen Skirfield, who writes for the Free Press, happened to be there in the audience and she literally grabbed me from the stage my arm and moved me off the stage and interviewed me right then and there um um, yeah I was in the paper the next day and it just snowballed from there from there I thought well I didn't suck (laughs) it might not have been brilliant but I didn't suck and so subsequently from that point to now um Danny and I and uh, 
and our spouses have become very good friends. I've actually, and it's unbelievable for me to say, hosted Rock the Mic. <laughs> really? <laughs> Twice, which wow. was which was an honor. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, have been so fortunate to play in the last two jazz festivals. I've played everywhere around Winnipeg, and um, including the casinos of Winnipeg. And uh, I think I might be playing there for Mother's Day as well, coming okay. up. I did Valentine's, a great big show, mm-hmm. which was wonderful. And um, when I don't do my own jazz stuff, I also am a lead singer for 50s, 60s, 70s dance band. So that's a lot of fun, called the Dynamics. And we perform around uh, the legions around town. And when I don't do that, I sing in senior centers to give back a little bit. So suffice to say, I'm singing every week. I'm, I'm a very lucky girl. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so, so last year, what uh, my musical guru director also happens to be my pianist, Richard Boughton, um, and I chatted about was um, doing a little takeaway when when we perform at certain venues because everybody's saying well do you have a do you have something that i can buy a little cd or something so what started as a five song kind of takeaway turned into a full-on album Mm -hmm. and um so that's what we started with last year and uh uh, the musicians are world-class musicians i am so lucky to have them in my band and um yeah yeah that's how the start of that album came about. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's a 10 song album. And albeit I do want to change some tunes on it, I haven't put it nationally. So it's still really a takeaway. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we did do is we had uh, the CD release party at uh, McPhillips Casino Station uh, to a completely packed, just uh, actually a little. Well, I don't know if I should say this, but a little over capacity <laughs> crowd. Not supposed to say We're that. We're still safe. Um, and uh, so it was amazing. And uh, and yeah, the album actual sales have been great. But uh, as I said, because I want to make changes to it, mm-hmm. I think because as we grow as an artist, remember I've only been doing this for a little while. Yeah. There's some changes I'd like to make within the album mm-hmm. and put out. So uh, so we'll see what this year brings. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. So why why jazz? Well, I, I'm, I'm not really a thrasher kind of music girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it just is, is the most comfortable genre for me, okay. you know. And, um, you know, I would love to be, I guess, the next kind of the w- version, if you will, of a female buble. Okay. Because that's kind of where the genre is that I'd like to go. So it's jazz, it's traditional jazz. Um, you know, th- people who I look up to, again, is Michael Bublé is huge. Um, Harry Connick Jr. is huge. That kind of, they almost lean into, they go from really old to 50s type Frank Sinatra stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of music that I absolutely love. Diana Krall does a lot of that. Um, so that's where I like to sit, mm-hmm. but jazz, I think has such a huge umbrella, yeah. sort of like pop mm-hmm. or rock, you know, and then there's these sub kind of like genres, genres, if you yeah. will. And so it's, it's hard to define. So I have to use the great big umbrella jazz and then narrow it down to, um, I call it kind of a swing jazz, you know, fun jazz stuff fun that you jazz. can dance to. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So you, this uh, crazy way that it all started, but how did you make the decision from just um, doing a really great, um, like a karaoke show to be like, okay, now I'm going to be a professional jazz singer. Like what, what was that changing point? Um, it all happened so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, um, I, I, I must say, it's not just, you know, whatever success I've had isn't just on my own. My goodness, I've had so many people give their time generously, give their advice generously. I'm a question asker. I ask oodles of questions Mm -hmm. because I don't believe we can, you know, navigate through this world without asking a million questions. And I don't believe there's a dumb question because I've asked them all. So (laughs) I I think I have. So (laughs) So, um, they have been wonderfully generous. And from the get go, people said, you need you need to do this. This is something that you really, truly need to do. And I thought, well, okay, if I'm going to 
be given that uh, opportunity rather than stick my toe in the sand and say, oh, gee, thanks. I'm going to go as far as people will allow me to go. I think as a musician, we all very much want to do the best we possibly can. And sure, I'd love to do the kind of shows that Michael Bublé does. And I think that the audience determines if you can do that or can't do that. So I think... I'm going to take whatever opportunity comes about. I think I'm going to work harder than I've ever worked at anything before. And I tend to, d to do the just that work very, very hard. And I think I'm going to um, just try and keep that childlike wonder because there's an awful lot of times you get no, just like in the acting world, you know, mm -hmm. um, albeit I was, I was very lucky to do all that I did in the acting world. You still get oodles of no, you can't. And so one has to believe in themselves, Ashley, I yeah. think. And so that childlike wonder, I think, needs to kind of still be there. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so um, I'll just keep working as hard as I can. And again, um, it's, it's the people who I have been fortunate enough to surround myself with um, that have helped propel me into this world by their suggestion of, yes, you can do this, you should go professional. Um, within three months of doing the live karaoke, that's when um, the leader of the Dynamics, the 50s, 60s, 70s uh, group, mm -hmm. asked me if I'd sing for them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Get that, three months yeah. after me singing, right? Mm -hmm. and, and they said, why don't you come sing with us? Oh, okay. And understand this, Ashley, I can't read a note of music. I was actually about to ask you yeah, something about that. Yeah, no, I, I don't have any formal training. Um, my formal training comes in sitting cross-legged onto the on the floor <laughs> from a kid listening to music. That's it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's exactly what I was about to ask you. Um, so how do you how do you practice music? or how, Do you write your own music? No. No? Okay, so no. How, how do you practice the music that you are performing well if it's a new song i uh, it's weird how many songs i know it's it's mm -hmm. kind of creepy how many songs <laughs> i know in so many genres but um if there's a song i really do dig and i don't know it um and i can't because i can't read obviously sheet music to mm -hmm. follow along i can't play a piano can't play anything so uh richard bouton my pianist um will work with me on that to get the song kind of up and going mm -hmm. so Okay, and, and mm -hmm. what, what can you describe what that process is like? Well, if I really don't know the song, what he will do is he will kind of record a little um, musical understanding of how the song is and mm -hmm. where I'm supposed to be, and I'll just work with that and practice with that at home. So okay. basically it's just me and my computer in my office. <laughs> and how long does it take you to learn like a song like that? Um, well, I'm pretty good with picking up songs if... And I think this is true for any musician or anybody who's learning something. If it resonates with you, mm -hmm. you're going to pick it up really quickly. If you're not liking it so much, it'll take a while, yeah. right? So if I really do dig it, I'll listen to the original version over and over again and just pick that up. And then I think when Rick comes into play with his recording, what tends to happen is that that comes rather quickly. And I'll learn that on my own for you know, a couple of days and mm -hmm. then, and then Rick and I'll practice it and then we'll make it live. So, nice. yeah. And how do you, how do you know when you like the song? Like what, what do you kind of look for when you're picking a song to perform? Well, two things. And I think that's probably true for most musicians. Um, for me, mm, it's either got to be the lyrics or the sound. And when you have gold, it's both. Do you know, and that's just like in a movie, yeah. you know, we don't remember uh, words to the movie. We, we remember feelings or what that feeling, you know, kind of is for us. Yeah. And that's why certain movies, they're what we call gold because they have everything that's lined up in a perfect kind of universe, if you will. The writing is good. The directing is good. The acting is good. You know, all of it works. Mm -hmm. And that's where you get classic movies yeah. and I find that's the same with music and I don't think it really matters what genre it is if it's good music it's good music and I quite frankly like every style of music if it's good music you know and you can't deny that you know mm -hmm. I don't think anybody can deny that um, and I think what's inspiring 
for me, originally, it's usually lyrics. And then if the sound is fun and whatnot, then it can go with that. And um, so I, I would, if, if it was in order, I would say lyrics first, then the melody and how, how the musicality comes together. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, how faithful are you to the original um like i guess is recording the right word like or do you try to be like exactly as like the original artist did it or do you try to add your own little flavor to it or make it your own i think it's a combination of both i think you have to be true to the uh original arrangement to some degree and i think you can take liberties um certainly by the second verse and whatnot but i think you know the liberties just come. I don't think it's something that you try and make your own. I think you just, when a song resonates with you, I think you just add your own flavor. Just as a pianist has their own flavor, mm-hmm. you know, a drummer has their own flavor. Everybody can play the notes if you're yes. if you're talking piano, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can play the notes, exactly those notes. But what makes one different than the other it's their own flavor that they bring to the table and I think that's what every artist tries to do within a song so albeit you've got an original song you still try and make it your own somewhat Mm -hmm. because it's you singing it it's you performing it and it's your interpretation of what that song is Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't matter what instrument it is mine just happens to be a voice so Mm. um, and also I'm fortunate that uh, again Richard Boughton my my pianist um, he um, can do you know rearrange songs to how he would like and and just make a complete different version so it it depends on the song so Mm -hmm. um great that's awesome so how do you get from doing a first time karaoke to like four years later having a album like how did you decide to make money lots of money <laughs> and I don't mean I'm getting it yeah um, but uh, no I shouldn't say that yeah. it's just um, making the album like I say started out being a small project but it yeah. just grew because the songs were really great and the musicians were really brilliant and so Rick and I thought geez this this is just this is such a wonderful project these are such great tunes that you know oh we should do this and we just couldn't decide so it that's really how it expanded and mm-hmm. expanded, you know. Um, and again, uh, I'm so fortunate to work with such brilliant musicians. Uh, if I'm allowed, can I mention them all? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, so Richard Boughton, uh, as I mentioned, is my pianist. Um, he also performs for the Winnipeg Jazz Orchestra. He also um, uh, he performs actually with everybody, and he's performed all through North America. The list, I don't think you have enough time for me to mm-hmm. talk about him. Uh, Nanette Jahar is my bass player. He also performs with the S- Winnipeg Symphony Orchestra and, and again, North American brilliance. Um, Dave Lawton is my trumpet uh, gentleman, and he's performed all over the world. Um, I believe he did a two-year stunt with Buble, too. Um, oh wow. Yeah. Um, uh, Ken Gold is my saxophonist. Again, they all, they all either play with the symphony orchestra the jazz orchestra they all do rainbow stage Mm -hmm. Uh, rick has even been the musical director of rainbow stage for many years Uh, and so this is the caliber of musicians i have and greg black is on drums so he's also played with everybody who's ever performed you know and so uh, like i say when you have those gentlemen backing you Mm -hmm. on a musical level what it does is constantly i want to sing at the level that they're performing. So it's always giving me that extra challenge to do better, to do Mm -hmm. better, to do better, you know? I mean, um, I think that's that's what we all strive for. And there comes that childlike wonder that you just want to do better. You just want to work harder. You just want to be as good as you possibly can be. And they're very inspiring for that. Albeit they're lovely gentlemen and they're kind and they're wonderful. They play so well. Um, it, just, it just makes you want to be better. Mm-hmm. And how did you get an opportunity like that to work with such amazing musicians? Well, it started again with Rick. Um, mm-hmm. It started with him. He was uh, uh, the pianist with uh, Danny Kramer. And he still is. He still performs with Danny. And uh, he was playing one night and... I don't know where I get this inspiration to these this guts to to ask these questions, but I said, "Hi, Rick. I'm Nadia. Um, do you perform with any 
um, singers? And he said, yes, you know, I do. And I said, well, um, would you maybe consider performing with me, all confident and, and knees trembling, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you will. And mm -hmm. he said, yeah, I'd love to work with you. So um, after awesome. I got up off the floor <laughs> from fainting, no. I, um, I thought, wow, that's unbelievable. So it started from there, and um, it went from us having this very formal first visit and going over some songs um, to where we are at a level now where he keeps one of his keyboards at my house because mm -hmm. he's over so much and yeah. we go through so many things. And because of Rick, I got the opportunity to meet all these brilliant gentlemen because he works with them quite often. And, mm. uh, and that's how this band started. And um, like I say, we've performed at some wonderful big events and uh, hopefully I'll continue to perform with the big events. So for me, it's either uh, I play in either just with Rick and myself all the way to a six piece band, mm -hmm. depending on budget and venue, you know, because some places obviously can't afford a six piece band at with the, the caliber of musicians that I bring to the table. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so it's, it's That's amazing. Isn't that great? That's so awesome. You know, uh, I, I feel so grateful, mm -hmm. uh, pinch me blessed yeah. honored honored mm -hmm. truly honored to uh work in my dream it's so surreal bringing that dream off of the paper you know yeah. into reality and i have two things that i like to say one <coughs> this is very important to me anyway is an idea without a plan is just a dream. So because I come from the medical world, I do tend to be a little business-minded, and so I think one has to kind of plan out a little bit of their journey, at least a few steps, so that they can go in that direction. And I have a great big whiteboard in my office that I write down intentions, songs, things, and it's really beautiful to be fortunate enough to see them come to reality, mm -hmm. you know? And then because I think one's goals get bigger if they meet their goal, at least for me, I try and have another goal and another goal. And I think that that kind of is how success happens. I think truly though success is when opportunity meets preparedness. Mm -hmm. So if you're prepared for when somebody comes up to you and says, you know, blah, 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 whatever, whatever your, your field of, of love, interest, desire, and happiness is, I think if you're ready for that moment, mm -hmm. that's when success happens. So mm -hmm. hopefully I'm ready. Hopefully, When yeah. Buble says, do you want to open for me? Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. why not? Yeah, just melted. pick me up again. Mm -hmm. um, I think that is very important to me. Because that's the strategy that one needs, I think, to move forward in any business. And it is a business that I, that I, that I happen to be in. And so I take it very seriously. Um, I don't look at it as me anymore. It's Nadia Douglas Band. So, um, and how do you get that business? Like, why? I, you have to answer the question, Ashley, I believe. Why, why you? Why should they hire you? And I think if you can answer that question, you know, give somebody a good answer for that. I think that, that you know, at least you have a start. The other thing is, as you can see, I'm not 20. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that there is no timeline on your dreams. There isn't. Yeah. So if you haven't gotten to it yet, there's a reason, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think I needed to go through that whole journey. <sighs> to really appreciate it. To really appreciate it and be ready for it. I'm mm -hmm. very grounded now. I yeah. might not have been that grounded in my 20s. That's just me because I'm, I'm rather, you know... I don't know what the word is, um, not a shrinking violet, we'll just mm -hmm. say that. So so maybe I needed to be this grounded, and um, I, I'm very grateful for, for being fortunate enough to do the careers that I have to date, uh, but I'm absolutely ready for this now. Mm -hmm. So That's awesome. Yeah. Great. And the how did you pick these 10 songs? I know you said you started, tried to do five, but you just couldn't narrow mm. it down. How did it how did you pick these 10 songs well there was a really formal way that we did it Ashley I actually <laughs> just looked on YouTube oh really <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah uh, you know I mean ah, 
And that's because I don't have the formal training. What, what does one with no formal training do? Listen do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, if, if I can't look at charts and understand that, I go back to being five and listening to and pick you your know, what you and pick your what you like. Yeah. And so I went to YouTube and mm -hmm. found more songs. And then I would suggest them to Rick. Rick would suggest them to me. And we'd narrow it down. It was remarkably simplistic. Mm -hmm. And again, if the song resonated by virtue of lyrics, melody, or both, then uh, yeah, let's do it kind of deal. Awesome. And and it, it, you said that you were looking for what, what, what sounded great. But were you also kind of thinking of like what could challenge you vocally or? Well, there are certain mm -hmm. songs that uh, I forget can be challenging vocally. I'll love it. Yeah. And, I'll, and then I'll say, oh, we have to do that. And I forget I sometimes have to sing it. <laughs> so, yeah. so yes, then I, then I have to take the time because um, the song is worth it. The song is so brilliant. It's, uh, uh, you know, I have to step up. Mm. Do you know? It's a good challenge. Because it, yeah. it, with any piece of music that is so brilliant, you want to be able to, I guess, um, be a part of that beautiful piece, you know, because I'm just one instrument in, in, in the whole piece of music. Mm -hmm. And um, because everybody, as you very well know, no matter what instrument you're playing, you're adding your own flavor to that song and you're adding your own passion, dynamic, you know, anger, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm just another instrument um, with that. And, and hopefully, hopefully I can... Um, I guess do the song justice, do the piece justice, bring what I want to bring to the table for that particular piece. Move people. That's the intention. You want to move people, I think, with any kind of music. First, if it moves you, you want that feeling to kind of go into your audience, whether it be happy, sad, silly, because I love silly tunes, mm -hmm. you know, make you giggle, make you think empower you yeah you know break you heartbreak wise that's what we are as musicians we feel and we want the audience to feel yes i, I think mm -hmm. i hope so yeah i i think and that's that's why we look at musicians in such a powerful way i think ashley mm -hmm. is because they get it and we want to get what they get as an audience, right? Yeah. And I think the best night for me, Ashley, and I've said this before, is me digging them, digging me, digging them. Mm. You know? <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds silly. No, yeah, but, but it's true. And so true. that's the best night is when you're having fun with the audience, they're having fun with you, and you're you're using the music to do that. And so to me that's an artist. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it be to you know, a crowd of 50 or a crowd of 5,000. I don't think it matters, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. Thanks. So you have this really good understanding of how to make or the, this goal to make an audience feel a certain way. Have you, have you thought about writing your own music? I've thought about it. <coughs> I'm nervous about it because, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's interesting because <laughs> I want very much, and it's just like this big old jumbled thought process in my head that I've got to sort out um, you know it's sort of like if you get a necklace completely tangled up <laughs> in the ball mm -hmm. and then you have to take a couple pins and you have to sort it out so it's all flows yeah that's what I need to do with the songwriting because I have all of it in there it's just I haven't sorted it out yet I've still just tried to wrap my head around this whole process and um and trying to get my music out there, get out there, sing, do everything, da-da-da-da-da. Um, I haven't had the opportunity yet to, to sort that out. People have said to me, write your own music, but I'm getting there. I'm mm -hmm. getting there. Yeah. It'll happen. So. Do, you think, do you think maybe for a future album you would try to do original music, or would you? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to. Mm -hmm. I'd like to. We'll give it a go. Mm, <laughs> definitely. Why not? Yeah. The worst thing that happened is just not for that album. It could be for the next album afterwards. Perhaps, yeah, you know, and, and there you go. And setting yourself, and, and that's a great way to look at it, Ashley, because if we set ourselves to future possibilities 
that opens up the platform because you've already then set a little goal for yourself, albeit it's in the back of your head. And, and I like to be very responsible to those goals and those dreams. And, and I think sometimes we get frustrated with ourselves a little bit because we don't step up mm-hmm. to what we want. And I think truly it's because we're afraid and sometimes we're afraid of success. I, yeah. I truly believe we yes. are. And we're also afraid to mm, get to a place where we have to do what we said we we're going to do. You know, it's kind of scary when you say, okay, well, I'm going to do this. Now you got to do it. Now you're responsible to do it. That's yeah. not fun. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's easier to say, nah, I don't think I'll do it. I'm not good enough. It's way harder to say, all right let's do this it's way harder to do that and so i think one has to wrangle their fear yeah yeah Mm -hmm. speaking of fear and nerves i guess segue um how you went from you said your very first uh kind of carry performance you were nervous and you kept erasing your name terrified terrified and um you've been doing regular performances Mm-hmm. How have you kind of conquered or b- worked with dealing with that fear before performance? I think um, I think I have to say it's and it I know this might sound crazy, but it's repetition and people not leaving. <laughs> 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 people enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. So I think that builds confidence. I, I think, you know, you learn as you go mm-hmm. what works what doesn't work you know and i just think also and i've learned this that everything isn't so fragile everything isn't so fragile every moment every essence every word every lyric every note isn't that fragile so if you might not um i don't know if 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 things are working go with that if they're not working learn from it and then try and improve it put it put it that way and I think that builds confidence I think you get confident um, again by repetition of singing certain songs you get comfortable I put it this way you have a seat in it you have a seat in singing that tune you have a you get very comfy in there Mm -hmm. and when you get comfortable the audience gets comfortable when you're kind of nervous about it the audience feels that the audience is very very smart very smart and they read you and that's what's nerve-wracking is because you're very exposed Uh, you're very vulnerable you're showing them your heart and soul and it takes a moment to get through that not over that through that Mm -hmm. um and um and get comfortable and show them what you believe is the most beautiful music you've ever heard you know and I think the thing is is it's easier to believe the negative I think we all want it's easier to believe somebody saying one criticism than thousand people saying something positive I think that's in all of our nature it doesn't matter if you're a musician or not so I think you have to it takes a moment to get self-confidence that you believe in what you do you believe in your music you believe in the product Mm -hmm. and um and and then i think you present it to the audience and if they dig it that's an affirmation that you're on your way you know um i mean i have been blown away by the crowd in winnipeg Mm -hmm. uh, by the audiences I'm so grateful and I thank them with all my heart for embracing me and allowing me the opportunity to perform again and again. Again, I believe it's the audience that determines how successful you're going to be. Yeah. That's the scary part, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like when I was an actor, right? It, it, uh, one of my acting coaches used to say, there's a wonderful sickness that actors have. It's the, um, am I good enough? Do you like me? Right? As an actor, we go in an audition room, we audition for for these people and and you always say, based on the callback or based on booking the gig, am I good enough? Do you you like me? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's much different in the music world. I really don't. Um, In Vancouver, the acting community, there's tons of actors and tons of people in that industry. 
However, it's very intimate, you know, very, very small community. And I find it's the same with the musical community here in Winnipeg. I think it's very vast. However, it's also very intimate. Yes. And that's lovely. Mm-hmm. And I dig it. And um, I guess also I think you have to not be scared to be vulnerable, be yourself, and be silly, mm-hmm. you know. So that's, I think, how you get over the scaredness nervousness okay i'm gonna try that <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's hard does that make sense to you it ask? does yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's so easy to like hear it and like yeah i totally agree with that but it's totally different to go onto the stage it is totally different to go on the stage because at the end of the day you might hear everything i think ashley you have to resonate something with you like you have to come from a place of understanding how you work like that works for me but it may very well not work for you and I think something will click with you and that will help propel you into that world without the fear because it's genuinely at the end of the day it's fear sometimes the fun part is you get up on stage if it's a big event and you're not nervous and then nervousness comes in about I don't know two tunes later when you realize what you're doing that's weird (laughs) (laughs) I'm 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 not sure I hope I'm not the only musician who feels that way but it's freaky because you're like I'm good I'm good I'm doing this this is great this is fabulous (gasps) and then you know wait there's an audience yeah or however the nerves creep in whenever they creep in it's it's challenging but again I'll go back to it Ashley sometimes you just want it a breath nothing more I just want it just a hair more than I'm afraid Mm -hmm. and so yeah that's it's as simple as that sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so then what's your favorite song to perform that makes it easy for you makes it easy for me Mm. or the one that just you never have to deal with nerves because it's your favorite Mm. to perform well um, there's a few of them, actually, that okay. I really dig, that I'm very excited to perform. Um, there's one recently that I'm just always super excited. Now, we just implemented this song. We just started performing this song. It's called Save the Last Dance for me. In fact, Michael Bublé does a version of it, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. There's um, a Nina Simone tune that I'm working on right now. Again, and I hate to say this, but Buble does it too. But I think he's done every song ever Probably, written yeah. in that genre. So I could honestly say. <laughs> but it's called Feeling Good, which is really cool. And um, so another song that I have loved since I was a little kid that I'm fortunate enough to perform, and it's surreal that I'm performing it, is a song called Superstar by the Carpenters. Karen Carpenter um, is one of my heroes, primarily because she had a deep voice and no other singer. Well, I shouldn't say no other, but at the time when I was a little girl, not too many singers had that deep tone, so Mm -hmm. it, uh, it was wonderful. And the song Superstar, I always love singing it. I always have a seat in that song. Watch the next time perform it. It'll it'll go bad, right? After we're chatting yeah. about this. Yeah. But um but at least you were thinking, Kelly's my favorite yeah, and then you know, just make and a then mistake. But um because of the story, you know, and it's actually I don't know if you know the tune Superstar, but it's actually and it's a ballad. And everybody thinks it's precious and it is, but what they don't realize it's about this girl who is longing for a band member that she met on the road. She met this band member and fell in love. And she's listening to him on the radio. And she's got this very special connection with him because I guess they had an intimate night one night. And he's the superstar. And again, a lot of songs because I always listen to the words some people don't don't and for me mm-hmm. again it resonates and so that particular song I love performing I love performing as you is or as you ain't my baby that's just that's just a cool tune and um, oh there's many 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 songs that um, 
I just dig playing. And as you can see by the smile on my face, it, mm-hmm. it truly is a part of me now, um, like, like my arm, <laughs> like my leg. Yeah. And I can't imagine life without it. It's just I've gone from singing in the house to singing live. And uh, what an honor and what a privilege and I take that very seriously Ashley Mm -hmm. and so it's my job to do the best I can you know for the audience because they've allowed me to be there right so so I'll just give it a hell of a go that's amazing that's awesome I I want to keep talking but we have to start slowly wrapping up okay um so where can people find you online Okay, so um, my website is NadiaDouglas.ca, uh, .com, .net. I bought them all. So just hit Nadia Douglas on Google, and usually it'll kind of direct you to my website. Mm-hmm. So um, you have .com, .ca, and what? .net. .net. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't buy .org because that's kind of more in the business world. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you can hear my sound there. I also... On my website, I have where it is that I'm going to play. Also, you can find on Manitoba Music um, where I'm going to play. My next show is um, at Mona Lisa's next Thursday. Um, I've got some wonderful things that I'm going to be announcing coming up okay. for, for my full band uh, because Mona Lisa will just be a trio. Um, but I think as of this morning, I'm performing at um, McPhillips Station for Mother's Day, both the brunch and for dinner. So mm-hmm. um, that yeah, I just confirmed that this morning. So that's nice. wonderful. And I've got some other things in the fire right now. So, but uh, but yeah, I perform all over town wherever jazz is played. I'm very very lucky girl, and I do corporate functions. Um, I've done weddings. I've done kind of everything that mm-hmm. you could think of. So, and I'm available for everything and anything <laughs> that. that <laughs> so, if you're interested, if you're interested, yeah. NadiaDouglas.ca. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, find me on Facebook. I have a Twitter account now, which I'm not very versed in, but I'm working on that. What What are their? Um, how can people search that? Just search up Nadia Douglas Twitter, yeah. I guess, and yeah. find it. Yeah, so okay. and That's Facebook fair. as well. Nadia mm-hmm. Douglas Band on Facebook. Okay. So, um, yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, wonderful. Great. Thank That's you. Fantastic. Um, so, we're going to close with uh, a song called All Right, Okay, You Win. Can you tell me a bit about that before we go? Again, uh, this song is pretty uh, lighthearted. It's uh, throughout the song. Uh, again, because I'm, I'm so proud of the musicians and I'm so honored to work with them, it's very important for me that within a show I showcase all of my musicians. I, I am learning the drums right now as we, as oh we wow. speak. So I, I really love percussion. And so even with the drums, I've got songs that showcase and focus on drums even though it's not a rock band it's still <laughs> it's still important so mm-hmm. this song um all right okay you win is very simplistic lyrics it's not it's not deep or moving it's it's as the title of it is all right okay you win you know i'm in love with you it's pretty simple but what it does do is showcase a lot of the musicality of my brilliant musicians so uh that's why i had that at the end of the at the end of the Mm-hmm. It's um, the end of the interview and it's the end of the album. There we go. So it's a good, perfect wrap-up song. Go. Do you close with that song a lot? Um, uh, on big, sh- yeah, on big shows uh, because because it allows all of my musicians to perform and uh, because again that's very important for me. It's not just me up there, even though yes, okay, great. It's not a Douglas. It's not just me up there. These brilliant, brilliant gentlemen musicians uh, need to be showcased. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Well, thank you so much for coming down. This has been fantastic. I've learned so much. I have like a ton of questions I wish I could have asked, but <laughs> you can always come back and we can I can ask the rest of them. Thanks. I mean, if you want to come back. <laughs> I'm, I would love to come <laughs> yeah. back. We can definitely do this again. I'm I'm happy to. It can mm-hmm. be it can be uh, Ashley and Nadia take two. You yeah, know? absolutely. And, and we'll uh, just have a regular thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm happy to do that. And so uh, it's been an honor and a privilege mm-hmm. to uh mm-hmm to chat with you today oh, I'm, I'm so glad i got to hear from you that I'm, i learned so much about you and about jazz and um is there anything that you would like to say before we go um just thank you for having me mm-hmm. and uh to all the audience um uh, thank you for allowing me to uh to perform it's uh it's it's an honor mm-hmm. awesome. that's fantastic thank mm-hmm. you so much thank you
So everyone, this is the end of the Winnipeg Music Project for today. Uh, if you missed the first half of this interview, you can find it on www.umfm.com or on Friday, I'll be posting the full uh, interview on www.winnipegmusicproject.com. I, I will also have links to Nadia's also all her social media and her website, as well as the downloadable link for this interview. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Um, so now you're going to be listening to All Right, Okay, You Win. Well, all right, okay, you win. I'm in love with you. Well, all right, well, okay, you win. Tell me what can I do? I'll do anything you say, cause it's just got to be that way. Well, all right, okay. You win, I'm, I'm in love with you, all right. Well, okay, you win, tell me what can I do? I'll do anything you say, cause it's just got to be that way. All that I am asking, all I want from you, yeah. Well, just love me like I love you and it won't be hard to do. Well, all right, well, okay, you win, I'm, I'm in love with you, all right, well, okay, you win, tell me what can I do, I'll do anything you say, cause it's just gonna be that, just gonna be that way, hey. to do, well, all right, well, okay, you 